Right, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's here. We've made it to another episode, and uh, I just want to say thank you to all those guys for uh, helping me keep the mics on. Thanks to the first-time listeners, and you know the listeners to come. I'm sure you're going to be getting all great reviews from the first timers and this podcast is going to grow until it's the biggest thing in the whole entire world so thank you very much to all you guys and hopefully we can have a good podcast for you today and also i need to give some special thanks out firstly this pains me to do this because i'm built to hate but sometimes you have to give credit and my cousin yudi back in england he's given me two names for the podcast and the one that we're sticking with now kickback that was his idea and it's kind of catchy and it kind of works and we've decided to go with it. But he's not entitled to any royalties or anything like this. But thank you, Yudi, for the name. And secondly, I'd like to thank my friend Aidan Hogarth, also known as Skits Beats, for the intro music. He gave me such a vast array of music and he's a top, top producer in my opinion. And he's giving it to me royalty free again. I'm not trying to say I'm tight or anything, but free is free. Let's celebrate that. So without further ado, I've been looking forward to this one because the whole idea with the podcast is to be able to look far and wide for guests, find people who share my interests, are as passionate about the things as much as I am. Real people across many different sports, celebrity, everything. So I looked far and wide and I found someone with a story to tell and he just happens to be the person sitting next to me in the locker room. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Justin Portillo. What's up, man? Appreciate it. Thanks for the invite, man. I'm looking no, forward to this. Hey, it's, it's good to have you here. Yeah. From when you've been sitting next to me, I've I've enjoyed myself. We, sure. we we talk about many things, but two of the biggest ones. Yeah, talk it's sports. almost like we got our own podcast every day in the locker room. <sighs> exactly. We talk sports. We talk music. Yeah. So let's go. First thing, I, I like for anyone listening, um, if that watches the MLS or anyone that's outside the MLS, there's a good chance that they won't know who you are. So. Please tell me a little bit about your career so far. Yeah, so um, born and raised from New Orleans. Um, played ball there growing up and then uh, went to university, did the whole four years in college thing. Uh, went to a small school in South Carolina and then, uh, yeah, from there went to the MLS Combine. Didn't get drafted or anything. Uh, and it's funny because uh, when I didn't get drafted, you know, no one was really calling, asking about me. Um, and I, uh, I almost was thinking about, all right, What's next, you know? Really? Yeah. How old were you then? 21. Okay. 21 maybe? Yeah, 21. Um, and I was like, yeah, this might be it. Like, you know, I got to start putting my resume in places. And then uh, I got a call from the head coach at Charleston Battery, uh, USL side. and Who was he, the coach at the time? Uh, uh, Mikey Anhauser. Okay. Um, and he was like, come in two weeks. You know, we'll have a look at you. If you like it, you know, you can stick around. If we think you're good enough, maybe we'll sign you. And I was like, all right, cool. Went over there two weeks and then uh, signed there, played there for four years. Then uh, last year, here with the Monarchs. And then uh, luckily, uh, after preseason this year, came in and uh, they signed me. So, mm. yeah, that's, first year in the, in the MLS. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's a really interesting story. And something which uh, I think we'll talk about later on is about how your story can be so different to if someone like you was coming through in a different country. Sure. Because... Like you always, people end up in the same place, but the way in which they get there is a really interesting bit. And a story like your own isn't one which is distinctly rare over here, right. but it's definitely rare in terms of where I come from. Right. So, so for me, it's been a real eye opener to meet people like yourself and how lots of people have had that type of thing, not necessarily not coming through the combine, 
for say starting a career at 21. Yeah. That's that's really really interesting. Right. So with that in mind, this summer um from me sorry from my side, I've had a lot of contact from people back in England who are keen to try and come and play in the US. And I'm all for it because I was that person a year ago. Mm-hmm. But one thing I say based on the year that I've had over here now is that it's very it's very different. It seems like it's very simple and makes sense from watching games on TV, but it's very, very different. Right. And you're a prime example of that. So to start a career at 21, that back in England would be perceived to be quite old. Old, right? Yeah. So when I was first coming through, I, I made my debut for Man City when I was 17. If you didn't, if you hadn't made your debut by 19, they would let you go. Wow. If you got to 21 and you're still at the same club and not played, you obviously had some dirt on a manager or something like this, right. which was, you know, it's kind, it's kind of wild. Like, do you, would you rather have come through in a place whereby you start younger or do you value your time at college? It's difficult to say. I think it, like you said, I think it just depends where I was born and where I came up playing, um, because. I look at myself as a player and I think, you know, me being small and all that my whole life, mm-hmm. um, it kind of took me to go to university and I'm a freshman, 17 year old. And, you know, back, back in New Orleans, you know, the competition wasn't that good. I was playing with kids my age. So when I went to university, I was playing with, you know, 20, 21 year olds and college to me, college soccer is uh completely different to like the pro level, even like the club level. It's so physical, long ball, that stuff. So, um, I think it took me to go to college to kind of, you know, become a man almost, mm-hmm. um, which I understand in, in England, I bet you got to come, you got to hit that stage way <laughs> earlier. <laughs> You're 15, probably playing with old, old grown men. So um, I think it definitely helped me. But I think if I if I was to grow up in, let's say, England or Spain, mm-hmm. I think that would, you know, help me too. I think it's just kind of the environment that you put yourself in and the environment that's there for you. Um and yeah, so I like I think if I would have came straight out of high school or straight into the MLS or something, I think maybe I wouldn't be here now, kind right. of. So. Okay, that's interesting. So that's one of many differences. So I'll try and highlight a few to you. I don't know if you right. if you know this as such, but for anyone listening back in England, they'll get what I'm talking about. But then from the American perspective, you'll see. So one of the biggest differences here is the league almost feels like it's held up by its stars. Or rather, not necessarily held up. That's how they want to perceive the league to be held up. Right. So every week, this player's done this, that player's done that. This player's done something incredible. This player's... Like the, the, the faces of the league are bigger here than they are anywhere else in the world, even though the league itself is probably not as developed as other leagues. Mm-hmm. And outside of here, it's more about the teams. The concept which we were raised with when we were younger, back in England was that no player is bigger than the club itself. So you could have you could be the best player in the whole world, but if you're not towing the line for that team, they'll just get rid of you. Because the club, like Man City this year, I think they're celebrating their 125th anniversary. Okay. So that's what people love. The players that come there, you know, you can be a part of that. But after they leave, you still hold on to the fact that you, you, you love them. Yeah. But over here, it's like, it's all it's all about those guys. And it's, it's strange. It was, for me, I found it hard to... Not to deal with as such, but having to accept it because I'm used to a place where if you didn't toe the line or if you weren't this, it didn't matter who you were, 
like you would be out. Right. I remember seeing people like Sarah Ferguson kicking football boots in David Beckham's head and stuff like this and getting rid of the best players at their peaks just because players were perceived to be getting bigger than the club itself. Mm-hmm. But then here, it's completely different. And people, you're an example of that because I see you as a valuable member of that squad, of our squad rather. But from the outside, if people don't directly follow RSL, then I don't think many people know who you are. Sure. Whereas, say when I was in Manchester, the moment you played but one game for the team, in that city, everybody knows, knows everybody knows who you are. People from the outside know who you are because right. you've made a significant moment and played for that team in a significant, com- well, not in a significant competition, but in a big competition, big global competition. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the, the people that ask me, I don't know if they'll be able to accept that. And then even stuff like uh, over here with salary caps. So I think it's probably needed to for sustainability within the league. But with that, when someone is back home, and someone could be maybe the 20th highest paid player for a team in the English Premier League, and they say they want to come to America. If they came to America on the same salary, they might, might be number one across maybe 60, 70% of all the teams in the league. Yeah. So that's so different as well. I you know bet, what I mean? I bet. Like some of, yeah, some of the money I hear about some of the guys in uh, England, Spain make is it's like it's yeah. it's insane. The the concept of, of a million a year over here is like almost a benchmark for being elite, like really, really mm-hmm. elite, elite. But where I was last, the third choice goalkeeper was earning that. So you know it's so it's so so different. But then in some ways, I I, I suppose I kind of get it just because. American sports over here because I know you're a big New Orleans guy. Every big time, time, are you gonna plug your Instagram or, or is it private? Yeah, no, it's public. It's okay. uh, Tin Portillo, T I N, my last name. Okay, so yeah. this is Mr. New Orleans himself. Yeah. If anything happens in New Orleans sport, expect to see it on his Instagram page. Yeah, it knocks me probably. sick. <laughs> this is a guy who's the number one Zion fan. He thinks the Pelicans are gonna do everything now. He's yeah. a Saints guy. All of a sudden, I follow Zion on oh, his whole high school goodness. career. Oh yeah. my goodness, I'm that guy. You are a sporting hype beast, is what you are. <laughs> but like. The, these sports in America, to describe it to um, people back in England, if anyone's actually listening, soccer or football is probably maybe the fifth most important sport here, would you I'd say? say yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd say football, baseball, basketball, maybe even hockey. But So so you've named four there, haven't you? Yeah. But then you could probably double those up for college as well. So college, yeah, oh, yeah, college football is massive, college basketball. So the coverage that they get over the over in the States for those sports means that maybe that's why the league has to push their stars to try and get attention amongst Americans overall. But then it's weird because then that's how it grows over here, but that's not how it grows elsewhere because people like to attach to historical clubs. Like a Liverpool fan is one that, you know, my father supported Liverpool and his father supported Liverpool and all this stuff. And it's it's really, for me, I found it really interesting because it's it's so, so different. And here I feel... Is completely different. The, the dad could have been a Bulls fan. Yes. The son likes Curry. Yes, you know? exactly. So it's, yeah. That's the thing. That's yeah, the thing. Like, you, exactly for right. some reason, you like Zion. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Even though he's got nothing to do in New Orleans, <laughs> really. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's been really interesting. But I always find, well, I've not always found this, but I've learned that for people that want to come over, there's an expectation versus reality. Because most people, when they come to America, they go on holiday. So they're in on the East Coast or on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. They're in this busy place, that busy place. But they forget about maybe 20 other teams that are yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. They don't realize how, say, th- for the last few months, nothing's been going on in the NFL, really. 
Mm-hmm. But that's had more coverage than we've had playing. It's all over TV. That's it. Yeah. If it was a level of importance. I think um, in preseason, one guy came in and said, if you want to appear on ESPN for X amount of time, didn't he say you'd have to do something scandalous off the field and nothing on the yeah, field? Sure. Which is wild because from where I came from, the most important game is football and everything else yeah. fights against that. Whereas here, Right. And see, I always like even growing up as a kid, I always like wish I was born in somewhere, lived my whole life where football was the number one sport. Mm, and yeah, like you go to New Orleans where I'm from. I mean, soccer is nothing there. Like, yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger, obviously, um, with all the, you know, publicity on it now. But yeah, it's football, it's basketball, it's baseball. Soccer is like non-existent almost. For me, it's worked out well because I've, I have children and I've lived in that place where football was the be all and end all of everything. And now to be at the other side of my career and to be able to bring my kids to the game and know that nobody in the crowd is going to be fighting someone else from like the opposition side, right. you know, that's cool. Yeah. But then also I think it's something worth experiencing sure. to know that I've played in two games where as we were going to the stadium, people throwing bricks at the team bus and stuff like this. There was one game where we had a helicopter, helicopter escort to the game because the opposition hated us that much. Right. Like that is wild. Yeah. But it's also something you always remember because sure. it's a lot more, it feels like it's a lot more territorial, which is my other thing actually about the difference between playing in the MLS versus elsewhere. It's the travel. So back in England, you, you might have a four hour journey on a bus, but here's, you know, it's a four hour flight to get to yeah. the other coast. And I don't know. If, I don't so know. you guys would drive? You guys we would drive. bus? So <laughs> um, the story of my career, At the st- I started off City, we had a budget, it wasn't a great budget. Then the money came in, the budget increased. So we're flying, taking the train everywhere. It was like elite. That type of lifestyle you see in hip hop videos is one yeah. of those. And then I went to QPR. It was still elite because it, we had money at the time. And then by the end, they pulled a lot of the money away. So we ended up just traveling on the bus everywhere. So you, there's certain place, places where you can fly, but no, 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 no. We were, we were not flying anywhere. I just remember having one seat on that bus and it probably had my prints of my body just on it because you would just be in there for hours and hours and right. hours and it's kind of wild because other teams might have been flying or taking trains yeah but that's that's the way football goes so you're you're uh you have your children witnessed a game live in england yet my eldest daughter has but she was probably too young to really okay. understand what's going on she gets it more now but she's still not interested right. like 90 minutes to a kid of watching is yeah yeah for sure yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. But now to flip the script again. So you and I, every Thursday, we have a little conversation, usually led by me, because my yeah. so I, I, I use um You cheat. I use No yeah, cheat. It's, it's not cheat. It's, it's not cheat. It but I exist in two places at the same time. So I live here but my uh, Apple music is set to the UK. So at five PM every Thursday over here in Utah. That's midnight in the UK on Friday, and new music drops. And I'm like, oh, Justin, have you heard this? No? No, you haven't? No. Oh, it's a shame. <laughs> no, have you heard this one? No, no, no. So I'm essentially the plug for you. Sure. And, you know, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. I actually feel like I'm better than you because yeah. of that. Yeah, I do feel lesser <laughs> of a person, for sure, because at 5 o'clock, I always know, Friday, 5 o'clock on Thursday, it's coming. That, that text is coming. Literally. Oh, if you, you not, heard the new, you, you heard the new Chance the Rapper. Oh. You heard this, that. Oh, have you no, not, have bro. You heard it yet? No. Well, <laughs> I've overheard it now. I, I'm done with it. You know what I mean? You can have it tomorrow. You can have it tomorrow. But 
could you tell me about like your story music like when did you start listening to things and what did you even like to listen to so as a as a kid um it's funny my my uh my my father had a you know a normal labor job he was a welder um and he'd always get home right about the same time we were getting out of soccer practice uh me and my older brother so we'd get home the same time he'd be dead tired whatever shower eat and then as soon as it like about 9 9:30 he would hit at night he uh he was a DJ on the side, like mm. just for fun. So he had turntables in the living room and everything, two big speakers. Uh, so as soon as nine o'clock hit, we knew it was coming, and <laughs> pops would just be throwing down in there, uh, just be music? bumping it. So it, it would it would vary. Um, he would definitely do, you know, all those Tupac, Biggie, all that. Um, being from New Orleans, it was Cash Money. It was it was Cash Money, No Limit, um, all that stuff. And then you know he he throw in. Some Spanish music as well, uh, but yeah, it was all that Snoop Dogg, DMX. Oof, that was a good time, man. That was a great good time. time. Great time. Good time. That's a so good time, just right hearing there. that in the background every night of you know growing up as a kid, it was always that. And then, and then once me and my brother started to get a bit older, we maybe been like eleven, twelve, and then you know at that point we were old enough to you know save a couple of dollars up and go down the street and buy the new Fifty Cent album or something <sighs> like that. The Get Richard Die Trying, things like that. Classic. Yeah, Lil Wayne would drop the Carter. So, um, and then it just became, it started from there. And then, all you know, back then it was a lot different. You, had, you got the CD. Mm-hmm. It's not like now I could bump somebody's album today, tomorrow, a new one's dropping. So how do you feel about that then? Do you think hip-hop's in a better place now than it was then? Or where's it at? Is it in a good place? I think it's in a good place. Um, I'm gonna always be biased to the to the days back then, uh, just because just because that's you know I was younger that's that's my memories uh-huh. that's something that I'm gonna always hold. Um, but just being able to back then to just buy a CD and you know okay, I could digest this for a good month mm. before I hop on something else. Yeah. But but at the same time now I think, um, I think it's cool that you can hear someone's album today, but then four other people drop that album, so you just have kind of nonstop music. Um, to keeping your rotation, so I think it's kind of good and bad. Yeah. I would say, I'd say the bad part about it, the uh, the main thing for me is probably for them, how they can probably spend months creating the album. Album will come out next week. Everyone's listening yeah, to something done. else. It's so done. it might have been the yeah, next week. it's old. It might have been. It's week. like me and you on Friday when I come in, I say, "Bro, that album is fire." He's like, oh, "Are you still listening to that?" <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, we consume it differently now. So with that, I will listen to an album in the same way I would have done when I was younger. Yeah. But instead of having a CD where you just keep spinning or you skip the tracks, if a song I don't like, I'll just take it off. I just take I take exactly what right. I want from it. Right. And turn it into a place, make my own album. Yeah. And, you know, that must be hard for an artist when they do invest so much time into doing something. For sure. But then also we're in the area where people probably don't spend as much time doing stuff because we could be in the studio yeah. right now. And if Ryan Hill, producer, just starts to knock up a beat through these headphones, we could hit you hit a quick 16. Quick one. Quick 16. And it could be the biggest thing in the history of the world that's ever. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. But I suppose that's, that's yeah. just the world that we live in. Yeah. So, um... With music in mind again, so obviously you're a hip-hop guy, you're a rap guy. Obviously sure. you have your soft moments with your R&B and whatever, but I'm sure that's for your girlfriends and so on. Girlfriends. Um, <laughs> but for a rapper that you would like, would you rather have them tell lies in their raps or would you rather they had someone write the raps for them? Ooh, that's a tough one. I, t- I, think, I think I'd rather them, it sounds bad saying this, but I'd rather them tell lies. 
Really? Yeah. So is this because you know rappers tell lies? Because I feel like 95% of them are telling lies already. Hey, name names, name names. <laughs> Let me get the tea. Name names. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them are telling lies already. Okay. But we just think they're saying Sorry, the truth. Are you saying names but... or not? I can't quite hear names. Could have <laughs> no just names. Turn, turn the uh, headphone up, please? I need some names. Yeah, no names. Name but, names, name names. Don't be shy. But, there you but go. Um, I'd say if someone came out and said, and it was that somebody else was writing it, like if, if let's say Jay-Z came out, just the biggest name, right? Yeah. And so, and you just found out, oh, he didn't write none of his raps. That would, that would crush you. That would crush you as okay. a fan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like he don't tell lies. I mean, he's so, got he's got unlimited resources. I feel like he's uh he's the guy. He's yeah. But he's the one percent of them. Yeah, for sure, I mean? for sure. Um, so I must admit to this. So when I was younger, I used to I used to DJ. I used to produce as well. I used to be in bands and things like this, playing bass yeah. guitar. But when I used to produce, there was a sec- there was a time when I used to try and reference tracks and I would write bars. Have you ever written any bars for for a track? Yeah, I did. Definitely in high, in high school, uh, me and a clique of friends would probably definitely try to rap. Um, nothing too serious, but I'm pretty sure I was awful. But wait, you think you re- you remember yourself being awful? Yeah, for sure. That's that's good. I'm glad you said that because the smell of me and my bars, like I was just glad it was my studio, yeah. so I could delete that before right. anyone even heard right. it. Right. There's certain like I thought, oh, I've got this. I'm, I'm a lyrical guy, you know. I made the beat. I can sell things, yeah. so, you know, to make it sound good. Bro, I think I must have written eight bars, and I was like, nah, it's, never ne- to be seen again. It's crazy because you listen to some music and you like, man, it probably took him. Like it sounds like he's not talking about anything, but then when you really somebody gives you a pen and a pad, it's tough <laughs> to write, man. <laughs> for real, it's for super real, tough for to real, try to write. For real. But that just gives credit to all the people who do write their own raps right. and create real content yeah. and that. That whole feeling with music when you're listening along and someone says something which touches you, where you have to stop for a second, yeah, and be like, yeah, you just you just said that. But that links me into the next segment. Let's do it. Thank you very much for that. It's almost like you knew something was happening. Um, yeah. This is this is this the way is, we yeah, play. This is it. This is the way this we play. It. We're both very negative players, so this is the way we play. We're sharing negativity. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you a few almost head to heads, and I want to know your answers, and I'm curious to see why because I, I may disagree. I may agree. I'm probably going to disagree for the sake of content. For sure. But I'll be interested to know. So um, I asked Albert this one earlier on his podcast, The Eleven. Who's a better player, Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Who's had a better career? Ronaldo. And why do you say those two things? I just think... I mean, the type of player that I like, I think Messi, like, he's he's everything. Technical on the ball, I, I, it's, tough, it's tough. That's a tough one. Um, I would say for sure Ronaldo's had the better careers, one more. Um, whoa, 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 pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up, pull up. He's one more what? I mean, bigger games, bigger tournaments, things like that. He's one with the national team. Hmm. Um, Do you care to tell me more? Are you just making things up? Or is, is this factual? I mean, what? He's won is Euros? He's okay, won so Euros. he's won Messi, Euros. Messi's never won a trophy with the national team. I think okay. that's kind of out there. Um Champions League? Ronaldo's got more, no? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you will have more. Messi has a few, though, I think. Messi Messi has three, I think. Yeah, Ronaldo's Ronaldo, yeah, got what he's got. Yeah, I think he's got three. Oh, he's one with Man U as well. He's, and three with Madrid. Or is he one four with Madrid? Three or four, yeah. He's got at least four or five. But then you're not going to include La Liga's, though. Messi's got that wrapped up, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, with the same amount of Ballon d'Ors. Probably. Yeah. I just think when it's all said and done, I think Messi is a better soccer player. Overall, he can he can create, he can, you know, create for his teammates. He can score, he can assist, he can do it all. I think Ronaldo is just, not just, but his his thing is he's a goal scorer. Okay, so 
you're going to say that when both are retired, Ronaldo will be known as having the better career. Yeah. Oh, you're on that hill. You're on a hill. I think so. And it hurts me to say because I'm... I'm a messy guy. As I'm well. a messy guy, 100%. But I love, I love, I love Messi tough. for the way that he plays and the fact. That he, so he's younger than me, whereas yeah. Ronaldo's older. Okay. And Messi is ridiculous. A number ten shouldn't score that yeah. many goals. He shouldn't have that many assists. Shouldn't have made the game look as easy he did, as he did for that period of time. Yeah. He was part of teams where it's the best football I've ever seen. Right. And I don't think it will ever be topped. Yeah. In terms of career, especially he, in football, I think both of them. I mean, but I think. To be ten plus years the best player in the world, insane. Like, like the, the, as a footballer, that's I mean. These are the guys where, for me, I could be in the same venue as them, and if someone asked me if I played football, I would say no because <laughs> they play football, yeah. and all I do yeah. is I'm doing something yeah. else somewhere else. I just happen to work at a facility. Right. That's that's how I yeah. see it. Those guys are like a tear upon themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I would say if Messi could win a World Cup, obviously he's probably got one more, maybe if that. If he could somehow do it, then I think it's, yeah, just like that career, yeah. Or unless he goes on like a, if he wins Champions League the next three years or something like that, would be, I think be it's, cool. I think it's interesting to think that certain people have favorites based on the way that, say, either they want to play or how they would like to have had their career. Because a lot of people that are into Messi, say like myself, if I could have stayed and played in one place my whole career, like a hometown club or whatever, and been successful there. Yeah. That's ideal, but Ronaldo's traveled the world, yeah, and played for three of the best yeah. teams in all of Europe. Yeah, you know, like best three leagues, or you could say yeah. arguably the best three leagues in exactly. Europe. Exactly. So now let's flip it to music. You've probably seen the Notepad, but J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, who's the better rapper? I'm J Cole all the way. You think it's just just by far better rapper? Yeah? <laughs> I'm biased. I'm biased just because I wasn't into Kendrick early in his career and mm. I've been J. Cole since the mixtape days. Okay. So just so you know, everything you say now will never vanish. So that's cool. You're gonna have to hold these takes yeah, yeah. when you come across him or whatever right. and, and tell him to his face that Kendrick, you you're Kendrick. not it. Um who's had the better career? You don't think it's too early to tell? So far, better so, far? so far? You say this but we both so we both listened to the Joe Budden podcast. See this the same thing because I I'd say I say Kendrick's albums have been recepted more, I would yeah. say, than J. Cole's. J. Cole's been in the game over 10 years now. Right. So for you to say, is it whatever, like the shelf life of an artist, 10 years is a good time. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I I mean, so I think right now, man, that's tough. Don't be nervous, man. I've no, got, I've got a tougher question to come. I've got a tougher question to come. I say this. right now, Kendrick might have him. He might edge him. He might, he might have him edged out right now by a little bit. TDE or Dreamville? Those are the two crews of uh, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Who would you say? Which one's better? I got to go TDE. Yeah, same. I got to go TDE. I it's, think they got like what, bigger. What you call this over? Is it flip-flopping? Or is it something else? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> what do you mean? Just like, just one minute of this, next minute. Yeah, I know. Just, I'm, I'm all over the place. Yeah, all right. But cool. I, I say TDE. I'm a big schoolboy guy, so that's, yeah. Okay, cool. So now we're going to go and talk. Um, this is a significant footballing moment which reveals exactly who you are as a human being. Gotcha. This is the biggest question that's like never been asked to anybody else okay. ever. So, you like American through and through? Yeah? Yeah. So let's make it specific. It's, Amer it's the USA versus Mexico in a World Cup final. Yeah? You're playing. Would you rather score the best goal the world has ever seen 
but that goal makes it 10-1? Or would you rather take a red in the first half when your team's 1-0 up and save the day and you finish the game winning 1-0 but you don't play the last 60 of the game? Um, I'll get the, I mean, I'll get the red. Sorry, did you hear me correctly? I said the greatest goal the world has yeah. ever seen. World Cup final? I'd be a World Cup winner? World the Cup greatest with goal the, the world has ever seen. I'm trying to entice you with this. <laughs> the world has ever seen. Think of all the goals you've I think, seen. And then I think my mind's made up already, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I, yeah. I, I rate that. Like you would be, the way the game's viewed, I think for neutrals, you'd be viewed as like someone who got lucky. Yeah. But your teammates would appreciate you more for that than for, for sure. the goal of 10-1. Yeah. So uh, I know as soon as I get the red, they'd probably be like, oh man, yeah, what's this, this could get doing? ugly. Yeah, this oh, get... The blogs, all that yeah. stuff. You just hear the typing right, begin. Right. Your, that, your uh, Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> it'll be getting flooded. <laughs> so um, another one, what would you say your guilty pleasure is at the moment in terms of music? In terms of music, uh like away from rap, away from hip hop. It can be um, hip hop, can be rap, can be whatever. Oh, I wish I'd known. Um, I say, people. I mean, I don't think many people. I mean, it might be not even a handful who know this, but uh, I guess more people will know now. Um, I'm a I'm low key uh, into Paramore. I don't know if you know yes, who that is Paramore. Yes. Paramore got oh, some bangers. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Um, yeah. So sometimes, and this might happen once a month, maybe. I might get in the car, windows down. Paramore, Do you know what? and just cruise. I respect it. Yeah, I respect it because that's the type of thing I, which I would have listened to when I was younger. Yeah. See, for me, I've got to hold my hands up here. You know, Lil Nas X. Yeah. It's hard. Like Old Town Road. When we're warming up for games, and I hear Old Town Road, it gets you going. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I thought, you know, it's just a one-hit wonder. It's what it yeah. is. And then I think I was actually in these studios when he released his EP Seven or whatever it's called. And then I heard this. Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go. Why you trying to keep me teeny? Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go up. Why you trying to keep me teeny? I was like, <laughs> bars. He smashed it. <laughs> and every time I hear the track, I'm like, this is, this is legit. I haven't heard that EP. I might have to give it a Panini. go. Panini. Panini by Lil Nas X. Don't you be a meanie Thought you wanted me to go Why you trying to keep me teeny Now, now they need me Number one on screen You know they used to love me So what happened was I can play that It's like Black Thought Giving the deepest bars you've ever heard yeah. But there's just something about it I don't know if it's just I like him as a human being Right But like that, that Just good vibes goes. That song goes Gotcha And it kills me It. it kills me Planini. to say it But you play me what's, that, what's the last line? How'd that go? And I sort of excuse the delivery. Do you want to hear like the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, give me the... Give me the, the. A Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go up. Why are you trying to keep me teeny? <laughs> it's a dreamy. Wished it on a genie. I got fans finally. Ain't you wanting to see me? Wanting them to see me. Bars. Lyrical God. <laughs> Lyrical God. And when the 808s are popping as well, I bet. it's a wrap. It's over. It's a wrap. Rap. It so, pains me, but that and all time. Lil Nas wrote, X. Lil Nas X. Got you. He's, he's, yeah. he's killing it. So, I've got one final segment for you. Well, no, I've got two segments for you, actually. Okay. This one won't take too long because it's just going to be a quick, like, 
you know, I'm going to name mine, you're going to name yours, and it's over. But for this, I think I'd like some, I'd like some listeners to potentially chime in on this and let me know what they think. Which, and I'll give you a link for that later. But I want to know your fantasy or dream five-a-side team, yourself not included. All right. So I, I gave this one a bit of thought, and I'm gonna go. Just for the record, my team is gonna smash yours. I've not heard so. yours, but mine's okay. gonna smash yours. I mean, yeah, I think my team would be nice. Go on. We'll see. I'm I'm going with the I'm going with the the keeper and then the diamond. A diamond, right? okay. Diamond, okay. okay. So you need formations, yeah. Your team needs structure like that. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Structure, right. structure. Cool, 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 cool. So, keeper. Uh huh. Because because it's five aside, I feel like you gotta have good feet. Yeah, you work. Yeah. With, you work with your feelings, yeah. I feel like the keeper will get the ball a lot. Cool. Balls will come back. I say, Ter Stegen from okay. from Barca. Okay, they don't. I appreciate that you might name five active players. But they don't have players. to be active. Yeah, yeah. we'll name players. I got, I, yeah. And if we share players, then... I got two non-actives in here. Okay, cool. Carry on. Then I got center back. I got to go with, which pains me to say because I'm not a Madrid fan at all, but I think Sergio Ramos is, is the best center back of all time. Ooh, okay, so, okay. Hot take. Boom. Throw him in there. All right. Center back. Cool. Rash, you see in center. Captain. Sent off. Next, next, next player. And then... You're down to four. Down to four. I got to go with my favorite player of all time. Go on. Just because he's my favorite. Um, Xavi from okay. Barca. I got the same as you. Xavi's yeah? on the team, yeah. Xavi? He's going to want to play for me because I you don't work so? on structure as much. Got you. But okay. I'll give you Xavi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on. But he's my favorite player, so he might choose me. Yeah. But So Xavi, um, Messi. Yeah, we're sharing. Uh, that's how we got the same team, bro. No, no, keep coming. And then I got the original Ronaldo. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm going okay. that route. Okay. In his prime. Okay. Okay, go on. And is that is that everyone? That's it. That's it. All right, cool. Well, let me just wipe your team. Let yeah. me just finish you off, yeah? Not the same team. No, no, we don't. We've got two <laughs> players the same. And this is where this is what you're missing. So this is five aside. This is a little bit flair, yeah? Okay. It's a little bit extra. Some of the players, like Ronaldo, 11 v 11, say no more. You're going no, say no, no, more. no formation. Just say no more. Do it. Listen, 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 All listen, right. listen, right. listen. Could we turn his, turn his headphones up? Listen. <laughs> so in goal, I'm going with Julio Cesar. Oof. So I, I was lucky enough to play with him at Queen's Park Rangers. Yeah, I don't know how he ended up at Queen's Park Rangers as like World Cup winner, yeah, whatever. Yeah, him on the ball, insane. You could have put him at the ten. Insane, insane. Could have played anywhere. Yeah, anywhere on the field. So it's five aside. You know, he'll make his saves, but he's keeping the ball. He's doing madness. He's playing through balls. He's nice. Right. Like Ter is nice, but he's yeah, like yeah. eleven v eleven nice. Gotcha. Julius eyes is like Brazilian nice. Like that. And then for a bit of intelligence at the back, because I don't want any like actual defender defenders. Like my whole team, they'll win the ball off you without making a tackle. Sergio Ramos is getting a red. I told you this, yeah. He, he so might, he's getting he sent off. You down to four. Philip Lam. That's class. You see that? That's just class. You yeah, that? you say that name, you that? and you see that. I feel like I feel like if you say Philip Lam, like the next word that you say has to just be class. Philip Lam. That's it. Like yeah. he's defending, he's attacking. You know for a fact he's not giving the ball away. Right. Who's going to nick that off your toe every time you come yeah. forward? Then I went for Xavi like you, because obviously he's arguably the greatest midfielder of all time. Mm-hmm. Went Messi in there because he's like a thousand goals guaranteed. But then I went for, this is where we went different, Ronaldinho. So you went for Ronaldo. I went for Ronaldo. But you make that pitch smaller. Yeah. Ronaldinho. I like that team. I feel like Ronaldo, <laughs> I, I feel like, I like I like my Ronaldo pick though because I feel like he's just a straight goal scorer. He's gonna 
Sometimes he might just put the team on his back and just straight goal scorer. It's fine if he ever gets the ball. Yeah, that's the thing. If he gets the ball, who's feeding him, Sergio? Xavi. Well, obviously Xavi's the ball <laughs> team, but like Philip Lam is feeding any one of those people. So unlucky for you, you had a good game. You just missed out, but you tried. So uh, yeah, I, as I say, so fans or listeners of the show, I would like to. I'd like you to pick which team you believe would win. Obviously, we've got a couple of shared players, but I'll leave a link. Just, to, yeah, just to It's crazy. It. None of us had Cristiano on there, though. Who's he? Cristiano? Huh? <laughs> okay. In English, okay. You know who I almost thought about switching original Ronaldo for? I almost I almost put Henri as my striker. Yeah, yeah. These, some of these players that we're naming, they're yeah. like I mean, iconic. They're yeah, great. Like, they're great, great, yeah, great. Yeah. I went specific for five for sure. side. Got you. And I basically picked a team I wanted nothing to do with. Like, if I, that team walked onto the field against me, I'm just going to yeah, go home. Yeah, it's like, done. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> like, passes will be going on around me. I wouldn't even know what's going right. what's happening. So, uh, just to close, because, you know, I've been burning the air off for quite a while now. I'm going to give you some trivia. Yeah? Let's do it. It's about a guy that you know. It's obviously very close to your heart. You mentioned him before. Uh, this is involved in music. Born in the same month as you, because your birthday September 9th, is it? Yes, yep. You need me 27? Yep. 27, yeah. No, getting old, getting old. Tell me about it. So this is a guy's birthday, September 27th, 1982. From New Orleans, like yourself. His name is Lil Wayne, yeah? Yep, yep. Nicknames, Toonchi, Wheezy F Baby. What else would you say? He's got another one? He's a Birdman Jr., but I think he's off that one. Okay. Yeah. So this is all well and good. But the trivia question for you is what was his very first name? Rap name? Rap name. Oh, I feel like... This is a little known fact, but a very fun one. And I don't think it would have caught on. Silence. Silence in the room. I don't think I know it, but did it have the word shorty in it? No, no. it did not. It did there not. wasn't tune. Nope. You got me, I think. Listen, when I hear it, when you, I hear it. I don't know if you know might. this. I, when I say this, I don't know if you'll know it. But he actually initially went by the name Shrimp Daddy. Shrimp Daddy, that is right. That's true. I, yeah. And that was an old to Pimp Daddy. Yeah. So Lil Wayne. Shrimp Daddy. Lil Wheezy. Wheezy a baby. Tunchi Could have just been Shrimp Daddy. That would uh, that might hit nowadays though. Who knows? You, you behave yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not hitting anything. You don't think? It's not hitting anything. I think in twenty nineteen. I think in twenty nineteen, somebody come out, Shrimp Daddy, come out with a song. It might, <laughs> <laughs> it might be to a be banger. Fair, this is the Panini era, so <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Possible. So uh, yeah, with that, that brings the show to a close. I'd like to say thank you, Mr. Portillo, for coming Man, in. Thanks for having me. This was awesome. You are the first playing guest to be on here, and you've set a very, very high standard. Appreciate it. Obviously, I had Matt Gash for for a different podcast, and he's older than the dirt that's on top of the dirt. So, the conversation we had was a little bit different to yeah. what we've just had here. It was, it was a lot of fun. I bet it was decent. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, good. Yeah. I, I did enjoy it. I did yeah. enjoy it, but I just had to be more official. Got you. But now, you know, nah, man, this was I, awesome. I appreciate I this. That was an absolute pleasure. I definitely appreciate it. And I'd also like to thank the RSL Network for allowing me to uh, to speak my mind, as well as. Uh, Ryan Hale and Bobby Carter, the two producers for the show. And here we are at Mountain Air Studios in Draper, Utah. Quite possibly the best studio I've, I've been in ever. This is awesome. Yeah, this is, this is very cool. And thank you to the listeners. And oh, I almost forgot. For all the people that need to tell me that my team is better than Justin's, and if you happen to have any other questions, please send us a voice memo at rsl at digital.com. 
So that's just a voice memo on your phone. And if you could send it to that email address, we'll try and play some stuff on the show. And it's good to be interactive with you guys. And also, you can reach out to um, to Rail Salt Lake on pretty much every social media platform because we like to get around. But yeah, thank you very much for listening and uh, I'll speak to you all again soon.